the terps taste so different through these little tiny pieces like especially the honey jar because the slits are on the top of the inline perk and I did the perk in color too so that like you could really see it in there um, well kind of really see it right still still hard to see because it's so fucking such a small piece of glass Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I want to soon, but it, yeah. it, it does have aftermarket exhaust. It's just not finished. Well, fuck. Fuck. Well, it's morning. And um, I'm smoking some fucking hash today. Miss you guys. It's been a couple weeks. We've been super busy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 106. Elijah and I were chatting a little bit there in the beginning. Hope you guys don't mind. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> On today's episode, we're just going to hang out and catch up. I'm going to smoke a bunch of hash um, because that's what I do. Um, I'm going to talk about glass. I'm going to show off the 5mm honey jar recycler. Little tiny guy here. Um, I have this new big bub here. <coughs> It's my personal one, show this off too. Didn't even finish clearing it. Um, you know, it's very rude of me, but I, I could not. That was a very full glass of milk. My goodness. <coughs> oh God. <coughs> That's not how I wanted to start today's episode. I wanted kind of like a powerful, confident dab. And um, I didn't get that. And you wanna know why I think I didn't get that? Oh, fuck. It's because two minutes before we started filming this, my wife was like, hey, actually, I offered her. Let me be fair. I was like, you want to dab before we start? Because she's been stressed this morning. So I was like, and the kiddo's not home. Grandma and grandpa got the kiddo. <coughs> so I was like, sweetie, do you want to dab since you're not like being a mom right now? And I knew she had some anxiety, but I shared it with her. Oh. And, you know, sometimes when I share a dab, even if it's not like a big dab, for some reason, the way the hit goes in, it's almost like hits my throat wrong as compared to when I take a dab how I'm used to when I take like the full dab. So basically, my excuse for this morning is I pre-primed my throat in a negative way, affecting my second dab and the quality of the hit. Still tasted great. Still super strong. Um, but I couldn't finish it. <coughs> We're going to be sweating today, folks. It's hot. Um, my house AC went out a few days ago. Um, that doesn't really affect the garage too much, but I'm just reminding myself that I will not be able to cool down once this episode is over. Um, so we're going to just get really sweaty and then I'm going to blow glass all day and it's going to be fun, but let's get into it. Holy shit. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Um, a lot's been going on. <clears throat> we were finishing pre-sale stuff and, uh, Brought my parents into town because uh, my dad's kind of like helping me rebuild the new studio. It's going to take us a little bit of time though because uh, again, we are still waiting on certain permits and things to come through, but such is life. Um, but yeah, so I got the fam out here and it was also the kiddo's fourth birthday. So we did a 
whole like birthday party and shit too. So it was fun seeing some family. Um, <clears throat> we were just busy with things. So life happens and we're sorry we missed a couple weeks. But man, a year ago, I would have like, truly a year ago, I would have made it stressful on my family. Like I have to get this episode in this or that. But life has been so stressful the past year that I'm just, I'm, I'm not being so rigid on my schedule anymore because it affects the people around me who love and care about me because they see me get uptight and stressed when I'm not meeting my, my goals. And, uh, it's good to have goals, but it's also be careful, like how you're reacting when you're not meeting them. And also be careful of, of how high of a goal you're setting. Be cautious of the, you know, the folks around you <clears throat> who care about you, um, so that you're not like affecting other people's day to day. Not that I was, or it was getting out of control or anything, but I could see it. I could feel it and see it myself that I was getting like stressed. And, um, so like little things like, in my head, I want to have this many pieces for a drop. Well, if I don't meet that, I'm not going to be irritated myself all day. Because I'll work, I'll work seven days a week till four in the morning, and I'll still be really disappointed in myself. I'll be like, you fucking suck. You did not hit your goal. Um, it's an insane thing. But I'm actually <clears throat> trying to chill out with it a little bit. Because um, what I've realized now is I've been in Colorado like eight, eight years. And uh, my parents have come out and visit for eight years and spent tons of time out here. And um, every time they're out here, I'm really uptight. I'm crazy. I'm like anxious. I'm like, gotta get home. Gotta get this work done. And I'm like, in my head, I like thought about it. I was like, wait, this is the same thing I've been doing for eight years. I'm always like this. This isn't going to change. This is just what it is. I need to adjust myself so that I'm not so uptight when my family's visiting. Cause how many trips do you get from, you know, your parents, if you live kind of far apart and they're older, you know, that's, it's just a thing you have to be realistic about. And that way you can uh, make good decisions about how you're interacting with people. So you don't regret it when you're older going like, fuck, why didn't I chill out when everyone was around and happy and good? And yeah. So <clears throat> starting out this episode with some real shit, been a fun couple weeks with family, been working on myself mentally. Didn't tell my wife, my wife knows none of this. She doesn't even watch this podcast. So she won't, even, you guys know this. I'm telling you, cause I'm not and they're Like I'm going to really calm down. I'm just doing it. Instead of like the big thing I found too, is like, I don't, seem to do things as well when I tell people how I'm going to do it in that respect with like, I guess like personal stuff with like, um, uh, like if I, I don't know, I'm really too stoned to get too far into this. This is a great way to start this episode. Fuck it. We're going to do another dad. This is way too much. I don't even know what I'm doing. I've had a really intense emotional couple of weeks, but we're here. This is the what's better way podcast. We're going to take another dab on this sunstone 14 mil double diffused RBR. I'm going to take a dab of some granola funk. One of my favorite strains ever. And uh, this granola funk was washed and run by uh, Dab Logic, wonderful solventless company here in Colorado. They've been around, I think, since about 2014, maybe 2013. They've been around for a very long time. Um, I remember, and I may have talked about this on here before, but who cares? I remember many years ago, the uh, original owner, or maybe the original extractor, I'm not sure if he was the owner of the extractor, but uh, his name was Dab Logic on Instagram. His name was Cole in IRL. And uh, he used to come to my house, like just like slabs of like solventless. And like everyone was really into like shatter then and like sugar wax in like 2014. Um, and they were just doing stuff different. And the shit looked crazy. It smoked totally different. Man, I used to love smoking the, when you'd run like the Kong from uh, All Greens. That was no joke. Um, but yeah, so we got some granola funk from Dab Logic. But yeah, guys, at the end of the day, Always check yourself. Question, you know, if you're like 
if you're stressed out, be like, hey, am I stressing other people out around me? Don't justify how you treat people because you're having a bad day. I mean, because everyone's got shit going on, right? That's my whole point I was trying to make with that, besides getting like a little bit lost there in my own thoughts, thinking about life on fucking camera, but what can you do? I mean, that's it. That's what it is. I mean, you take fucking big dabs and talk on camera and try to sound like you know what you're talking about. I dare you. By yourself, without anyone here to talk to you about it. Not saying Ija's not here, but he's not like here up on a mic or the camera and stuff. So it's different. Sometimes I just gotta like stare into the abyss of my own mind and go, what do I think? You know, you do that, you can forget that you actually have to talk. You can't just sit in your mind and be like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. But that's fucking smoking weed, right? It'll fucking get you. Have you guys watched the Dudesy podcast yet? It's a fun one. You should check it out. If you grew up in the 90s and are familiar with Will Sasso, very, very funny comedian. Um, I obviously saw him first on like Mad TV, but then he was like, little appearances like on Beverly Hills Ninja movie I grew up watching. There's just so many things. I've always loved Will Sasso. So this is a new podcast. It's awesome. It's called Dudesy. And uh, supposedly it's run by artificial intelligence. Supposedly the whole podcast is like this computer that just like tells them what to do. And it like basically has all their like uh, information, like their login info, their email, everything, all their computer history, their search history has everything on them. So because there's two people, there's Chad and then there's Will. Um, and it just uses all this information to generate content for them to participate in, to make episodes. And it's an artificial intelligence run podcast, supposedly, even if it's not really an artificial intelligence, which I don't know. I've talked to all my guys here at the studio because everyone here watches Dudesy and they're all like, dude, it's, it's definitely artificial intelligence. And I'm like, dude, what if it's like an art piece and it's just a concept to be like, this is what it could be, but they're just doing a lot of work in editing and setting things up and planning. So, you know, almost like. You know, like, I don't know. I don't really, I wanted to say almost like the moon landing, but I don't even want to go there. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly, my producer just saw the same thing. It's like, it's like, let's film this in hopes that like, it looks real enough that by the time we get there, this is what it looks like. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just joking. I'm not saying that was fake. Definitely wasn't. I don't know. Nothing's real, dude. When you smoke enough hash, bro, nothing's real. You're just like, dude, this is all fake, man. You know, that's that's the problem though. You start smoking and you go too far down the rabbit hole eventually with the conspiracy realm. Eventually everything's a lie. And if everything's a lie and nothing's real and your child's a simulation or something, I mean you it then what's the that's no fun. That's not fun to live in that world. Then you're just depressed. You're like, nothing's real. I'd rather be delusional and be like, This is real as hell, bro. So also be be fucking careful with conspiracies, people. Shit gets wild. You know, it's a slippery slope like anything. You can, there's there's extremes of all ideology, right? No matter what ideology it is, you can find an extreme in it. Never be the extreme. Just just dip your toe in and see if you can find some stuff in each thing that you can, you know, pull some information or extract something out that can help you in your own life. That's what I would say with all that shit. All the way down to conspiracy theories, to like politics, all of it. Just 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 dip your toe in and see if you can find something in there that helps you in your own life in a positive way. If you're getting angry or scared, just probably walk away. Get out of there. Now, if you're doing psychedelics and you get angry and scared, walk towards it. Do not walk away. Walk towards it, get through it, embrace it. It'll be better for you. Um, but if you embrace conspiracy theories, I have seen people go too far, not good for you. Dangerous. Man, I used to be so much more into conspiracy theories before I had a child though. 
once I had a kid, I wasn't too interested in them anymore because I was like, I don't want to know this much, man. I love this little girl. I want the future to be bright and beautiful for her. I can't know. I don't need all this extra scary conspiratorial information at this point and freaking out. I don't want to be like reading her a book and be like, you know, oh my God, what are the fucking globalists doing, man, in my head? Like while I'm trying to read her a book, you know what I mean? About some like fucking little rabbits or some shit. I don't know, dude. But obviously I've been there. I've been there before. I smoke too much hash. You might start screaming, the globalist man in your head. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to have some fun today, guys. But hang out with my dad for the last week and he is a, he's a wild guy. He likes talking about the globalists. He'll just like yell out the back door while I'm in the backyard working about something about the globalists. And I'm like, dad, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> we're in a neighborhood. Stop screaming about the globalists. I'm just kidding. But he did. And I was like, cut it out, mister. Okay, this granola funk, it really has a, I mean, it really has a, like, it's granola, but it's like something else. Very granola when you smoke it, but the actual smell, it's like, I don't even know, man. It's like a granola spice with some, like, really, really, like, probiotic sour yogurt on it. And I love that, you know? The best parfaits are the ones with the funkiest, cheesiest yogurt. I'm telling you, because if you give good fruit with funky, cheesy yogurt, I mean, it's like, it's the best. And a little granola in there. Obviously, I'm hungry. My mom, or my wife's going to be making me a bowl here in a minute. My mom's also here. So, you know, when I got both the ladies in my life in town, sometimes I mix up their names. Hopefully not in front of them, though, because then I'd get in a lot of trouble. Someone would be mad at me. You ever find that you're trying to do your best, but everyone's still mad at you? Well, that's because you smoked too much weed, man. And you're overthinking things now. Or you're walking weird because you're trying not to look high. Or you're saying people's names wrong because you smoke too much and you're just thinking about everybody. And your mouth didn't catch up to your thought process. For me, I got a lot of excuses like you just saw there. It doesn't justify them, but I like smoking weed. We'll talk about this how you drive a second. Sorry, I'm just fucking ranting this morning, but pretty adorable for me. Okay, whoa. <coughs> yeah, it's like a... <coughs> it's like a spiced granola, though. It's really, really unique flavor. And the strain's from Bodai, because that's where this granola funk comes from. It's an old... I would say... It's, I guess it's older now. I mean, 2013, 14, 15, somewhere in there is when I first started seeing the granola funk pop up on the seed websites and stuff, and I saw Green Dot pop in the seeds. Um, <coughs> so not a new strain, but man, anything from Bodai, they find the most unique genetic terpenes. Like what was some of the strains they used to have that I would love to smoke? Like they're Wookiees. They had this strain Wookiees. It was like lavender crossed with something else. What the fuck was it? I don't know. But they, Bodai seeds had so many like unique, like weird old genetics Maybe not all of them were like the biggest yielders, but if you were growing for terpene profile and uniqueness, <clears throat> those were some of the most unique strains you could find is pat from packs of Bodai seeds, <coughs> which you can still support them <coughs> or him or whatever. I don't even know. Their seeds are available still though. I have a bunch of them I collected. Like I have like Wookiee seeds, granola funk, lemon Wookiees. I have the I think they're the ones that originated the Alaskan Thunderfuck. I could be wrong. Maybe they just crossed Alaskan Thunderfuck to Lavender and that made one of their popular strains. But they have just like a lot of really cool stuff. 
they had this one cannabis strain back in the day that like I never got the seeds or anything, but I had seen people post about it on forums and stuff that had grown it. It would grow like <clears throat> almost looked really viney and just had like these little tiny like single flower nugs. Like it almost looked like something you would throw out. But then when you like cut into it, the plant like bleeds red, like it's red on the inside and like red juice comes out of it. Like there's such weird strains of cannabis out there and not all of them are something you're going to be like, oh, let's put this in the warehouse under 10,000 fucking watts and let's make some money. But most of it's like <clears throat> just like appreciating the diversity and the genetics of this specific plant and and the question of why is this plant so diverse? Like why is there so many... Because <clears throat> a lot, sorry, I keep clearing my throat today, guys. These dabs are rocking me. Um, but a lot of these like strains and stuff that these people, like I feel like the Bodai are doing, yeah, like they're going to be like hybrids and crosses, but not all of them. Some of them you're seeing recessive traits pop up that's like nothing that they developed. It's something that was stored deep within that plant. So I don't know. Like I think that the uniqueness and diversity of terpene profiles all the way down to how the plant grows is what I was always obsessed with cannabis and it was super cool that you could get stoned from it too. And it was medicinal because I really originally got into cannabis for medicinal purposes. I had a <clears throat> petty mall as a kid and then it like randomly, which is pretty weird. It kind of like developed from a seizure disorder to like this, uh, like migraine neurological thing. And then I did like therapy for years, like different types of neurological therapy and eye therapies and stuff like that. And like, was doing frequent EKGs and stuff like that, or is it EEG? Which one's on the head? Whatever when they put all the fucking things on your head. But yeah, trying to figure out my brain. And uh, after years and years and years and stuff, and then when I was about 18 years old, literally my like doctor that worked with me with my severe migraines, because I was having these migraines where I'd go blind and then I couldn't work, and like literally like, it would be checkerboards when I opened my eyes. I wouldn't be able to. It, it wouldn't just be dark. It's not dark. No, there's light, but it's like fucking pixelated checkerboards could not see and it he eventually got to the point where he's like he's like i can't we're in new york too at this point so he can't this there's no medical marijuana at this point um he's basically yeah i don't know what to tell you you've tried all these you know therapies all these medicines we've been doing this for fucking years i don't know what to tell you evan it's like maybe talk to your dad maybe try cannabis or something see if see if that does anything and <clears throat> literally got started like trying little bits of weed and stuff. And prior to this, I had tried weed a few times, but it was only when I was super drunk and I hated it. I even told him, I was like, dude, I tried weed. That shit makes me like throw up. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I have, you know, I had like all these Jaeger bombs and then someone handed me a blunt and I just started puking after I hit that blunt. And he's like, yeah, it's like not, he's like, you know, maybe like edible or something. He's like, wanted me just to try like straight cannabis, but I did that. And literally like migraines gone, like, um, mood and like positivity, all that stuff, like everything got better. And I got really obsessed with that. Cause I was like, wait, some, cause like after you've tried to like fix something for many years and you've failed and failed and failed, you're just kind of like, fuck it. I suck. I guess this is just how I live. This is me now. But then you try something and you're like, oh my God, this brought me so much relief. This helped me. And then you find that it's so much more interesting all the way down to cultivating it to like the soil chemistries to like all the different terpene profiles to the genetic diversity to the culture around it to the music everything to the art and then i became more and more obsessed with just cannabis itself then all the way made me got me into glass and everything i did was just to because i wanted to i wanted this to be part of my life i didn't want it to just be um <clears throat> on medicine i use i wanted it to be 
my whole fucking life. It's crazy. And um, I got what I wanted. Uh, but <laughs> And I feel great, uh, but I'm sleepy now. And it's crazy to think of where I was like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when I like, you know, I first started smoking weed when I was like 18, 19. I'm 32 now. So, you know, 13 years or so. Yeah, somewhere around there. But I think back to where I was then and how I, like, there's no way I could grind like this. There's no way I like, I would probably be having seizures or some shit, dude. It's crazy that I think that if you're just, if you're dumb enough and have enough willpower, you can go really far. But if you're really educated and you know reasons why you shouldn't do things, man, is it hard to go far? My God. Cause you will explain to yourself 10 times over why you shouldn't do this, this and this. And maybe sometimes true success takes, from pushing yourself to those limits and doing this, this, and this, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but we should check out this 10 mil honey or this five mil honey jar recycler. Cause it's pretty cool. It's a fun piece. Um, but yeah, man, cannabis came my whole life and it wasn't something like I was not a weed smoker in high school. I was super into skateboarding. Actually drugs scared me pretty bad in high school. Cause my dad told me so many drug stories. My dad's smoked. I found my dad's weed plants growing outside when I was like eight years old, playing hide and seek with my friends, like a fucking field of like, bunch of them um so like weed's always been around me it's been part of my family's life but i was never really into it um i was always more just into like skateboarding and like drinking miller high life and listening to fucking punk rock and stuff so that was pretty cool um and weed all the kids that smoked weed in my high school i was like i don't know those kids look lame as hell dude like it wasn't for me and it was you know i wasn't informed i was lacking information you know i was uneducated but over the years you start educating yourself and you your perception and perspective of people and how things work manipulates and you grow. And if that doesn't happen to you, then you turn out to be a real probably shitty person. People that stop like working on themselves or like questioning their choices or saying, Hey, did, is this the right thing? Or is this the wrong thing? You know, people stop doing that shit. We're going down a rabbit hole. Let's look at this five mil honey jar recycler. Everybody. I'm going to flip this mood mat over cause it's green and you might lose the piece in it cause it's so small. I'll just leave it black like that. Where's my five mil now? she's in here really fun piece though really surprised at the function i uh, was really nervous after i put a ton of time into it i'm like it's gonna look pretty but i don't know if it's actually gonna work because with this small amount of water level and how the perks have to be set in this design like when you're taking an existing design and trying to completely change the size of it like in a very drastic way um it messes with obviously the amount of volume of water inside the vessel and everything. Um, and when it gets this small, it's such low amounts of water that you're like, Oh, is this even, is there even enough water in there for this thing to work? But no, this thing, this thing fucking shreds I actually might need to add a little more water. We'll take a couple dabs on it. Though. We'll play with it, play with the water level. Let's see, here's the nail, get this all cleaned up. Um, yeah. Thanks to everybody that scooped in the last five mil drop too. That was sick. We're just going to keep dropping them um, for Patreon crew so you guys can have them. I might drop a couple on public because that way people know I'm actually doing them because I keep posting these five mils and everyone's like, when are you actually dropping those? I've seen you post a bunch. I'm like, oh, we've been selling them just over on the Patreon drops. We do the private ones. That way it's a little bit smaller of a group of people competing um, for the glass. But yeah, so let's get this all set in here. I still haven't grinded this joint out but it's nice and tight, but the nail will be a little bit farther down in once it's grounded. All the five mils though, that Evan Shore sends out, they have like, they're, they're sandblasted farther up the neck. I think that 
That way it gives the artist a little bit more range of joint size um, because you can't buy joints there. These are have to be all I can made and they're so little. It's like, but I have a really good system for making them now and I've made like little graphite tools that like hold them and shit so I can throw them up in the lathe chuck and put them in like a regular doer. So I've done, this one's not a doer weld, but I've done a bunch of stuff so that I can use them like pretty much like normal joints now, which is why I'm gonna keep dropping them and I'll get faster and faster with them so they'll become a little bit more available. At least that's the goal. Man, too many goals. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I do need to find a way to do a little less and stop setting my goals so high. And it's not even that like I want anything. Like I'm not really trying to like work hard to get anything besides what like normal people want, like pay your mortgage and like have food on the table and do like one vacation a year. That'd be sick. Um, so like basic shit. But still, like it's fucking anxiety though, dude. You still have anxiety as like any normal adult because it's like no matter what, no matter how much you work. I don't know, man. Just trying to kill some time while I get this nail set so we can do some weeds on it. I got so many fucking slurping nails. There's six of them on the table right now. I don't know. I, they're just all different, you know? Like, every RBR is different. All the quartz are different. They all have different restriction, air restriction, and they hit different. So, you know, variety it does help if you want, um, I don't know, if you want to keep being interested while you're smoking weed 18 hours a day, I guess. You got to have a little variety in there. I probably could be okay smoking one thing without dabs too. Like if I had just like the best SFV flour and just papers, like I could do that like forever. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't need dabs or rigs or anything like that. Like if someone was like, you're stranded on a desert island, like you can't have like rigs or anything. You can only just have like papers in one strain. Like what is it? I'm like, yeah, I could smoke SFV till I die probably. It's pretty good. It's pretty fire, bro. Man, when I was younger, I liked cheeseburgers so much that I used to like tell people that like, yeah, man, like if someone was like, yeah, you gotta, you can give, you can have one or the other, either cheeseburgers or weed. Which one is it? I would go cheeseburgers, man. And now at this age, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be weed, man. Like, cause like, regardless of like my size, you know, I don't like eat a ton of food. Like, I, I don't, I don't get super excited to go like eat a bunch of food. I would if like. It was like a restaurant experience, but when you have a three-year-old, or I guess a four, I have a four-year-old now, um, rarely do you have moments where you go have a restaurant experience that it's mo not just trying to stop the kid from freaking out for a second. Like, it's it's pretty much just like you're trying to put up fires the whole time. So that's more my point. Where I'm at in my life right now, I'd actually rather just the weed. I'm like, eating right now where I'm at as a dad with a four-year-old is just kind of like, oh, there's something you just put in your mouth and you just keep going and... You're like, oh, there's a, there's a couple gummies left in her pack of gummies. You like, eat those two gummies. You're like, sustenance. You're like, oh, there's half an Oreo. Like, oh, eat that. Like, you're just kind of like fucking this little like garbage picker that goes, at least that's how I see myself. I don't know how you guys go through that. I'm just like, to me, I'm like, oh, I, that's clean enough. I'll eat that from then my kid left it over, you know, while I'm picking up this stuff. And even though I don't want to take, I don't want to do any stolen valor here either. My wife picks up like 99% of everything. Um, I, I try to help, but sometimes I think I make more of a mess when I'm trying to help. I don't know. I don't know. I do my best. But either way, I'm eating up all those little snacks that are left around. That's how I'm living these days. Um, and it's great. And it's great because, you know, it's like I don't have to stop. Constant calorie intake. I'm a machine because all these little snacks left around the house from the baby, you know. That's just not a baby, though. Four-year-old, dude. It's fucking crazy. 
got her one of those uh i got her own custom rc truck for rock crawling because i used to do rc rock crawling and she's been practicing in the backyard with mine so i got her own hopefully she's ready soon enough to go climb on those rocks she'll probably just actually want to not even play with the rc truck she's gonna look for rocks and she's like oh this one's pretty and then we also got her a rock tumbler so she can polish some rocks if she finds them you know we got a plan a b and c to everything which is kind of crazy we're like, all right, if this doesn't present doesn't work out while we're there, we could find rocks and then tumble them. There's we can we can have multiple ways of making this work out. Yeah. But I find the older I get and the more time I spend trying to like have plans so everything's running smooth, like it's almost like the more I'm setting myself up to recognize when things don't work out. Because there's so much planning into having all these safety nets to stop it from not working out. I don't know. It's weird. Less is more is a really simple statement, but it almost applies to everything in life. It's like, just, you know, do a little less, and then when those gifts come, they'll feel like so much more. You know what I mean? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just trying to justify myself right now, saying I don't want to do shit. But either way, I'm human, so I can find justifications for just about anything, can't we? Isn't that interesting? Any person you talk to that did something shitty, I'm sure they can tell you why they did it. And they're like, makes sense, right? I was right. And it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> uh, these five mils heat up quick, which is really nice. Such a smaller now that like you just don't have to dump as much butane into the into it or Yeah. I mean you can if you want to. If you want to get a really crazy dab on one of these, you heat up the whole like you heat up the neck right here. You get all that hot. Then you're gonna fucking get a whole big ass dab. Cause these nails are really little, so they cool down quicker than a, than a regular nail. They do pretty good though. For very like little tiny like novelty stuff. Truly though, like if I was like traveling and shit, just having like a little five mil piece, it's pretty perfect. Cause you could heat up this nail. We don't even need a blazer. You could just have like a shitty gas station torch cause the nail's small enough to like actually take that heat from it and warm up. Whereas if you had a full-size bucket or Slurpee, it just, it'd be cooling before you could even get it heated up. Sick. Still 800 degrees. I mean, these nails do hold heat pretty well, but I know from experience, if they put a big enough dab on there, it's like throwing a bunch of cold water in a frying pan. You know what I mean? It cools that shit down quick. So you got to compensate for that. So I usually will hit it like... 600 damn but what to smoke hmm guess i'll smoke some more of this rapture rosin because this stuff is absolutely wonderful it's a sour diesel cross i uh, love me some sour diesel yeah see this dab's probably gonna cool this nail down that's all right though get this all set up though i know it's gonna be ready by the time i get this where i want it all right perfect all right, so five mil honey jar recycler. Silly novelty. Let's see if the water level's right when I, when I hit this. I'm back up a little bit.
the terps taste so different through these little tiny pieces like especially the honey jar because the slits are on the top of the inline perk and I did the perk in color too so that like you could really see it in there um, well kind of really see it right still still hard to see because it's so fucking such a small piece of glass okay so yeah the cuts are on the top of that inline there so that smoke like just shoots directly out into this little tiny condensed line and then right into the mouthpiece and the water just dumps off <clears throat> into the recycler section holy shit dude these dabs <coughs> kiddo's not home today so i'm like getting turped up like normal like because usually she's at school on wednesdays but fucking today she's staying home from school but she's out with grandma and grandpa so i can still continue my normal thing but man hopefully they don't come home anytime soon because i'm gonna need some food and some water before i have to talk to anyone i love um but yeah i did the perkin color so you could see a little bit better but the way that smoke comes out it's just so direct um incredible amount of flavor and the function's really fun. It, it like literally still pumps up those big chums, chunks of uh, resin and is dropping it down back into the base. It's just, it's, this is probably as small as I could make it before the water became so minute that it just would not, it just would not properly function. I'm really proud of how this came out. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna have this available on the next Sunday sale, which isn't this weekend, but I think it's gonna be next Sunday. Um, I pushed it back one week so that I could just chill out and not be is like hyper focused on working because I'm like back on that crazy grind again where I'm working all night all the time again and it's a problem and I've been doing it for <clears throat> like three months now <clears throat> and it feels normal again but it's not so I need to get off it and um, yeah dude I got off energy drinks about four weeks ago five weeks ago I've just been doing um couple coffees a day and then I do like a Yerba which is an energy drink but it's a little bit different how you metabolize the caffeine it doesn't give me that like man, I was having some issues from that Red Bull guys that Red Bull was ruining me I was felt sick every morning like I felt like my body was like you got chemicals in. like I felt like I was detoxing every morning I was convinced I was dying for a little bit there <clears throat> as soon as I got off that shit I drank aloe water like all day too with big chunks of aloe in it and regular water so i'm just like hydrating and drinking fucking good ass fucking shit all day now and i'm eating breakfast for the first time in my life that's like doing like these like fruit bowls and shit so my point is my nutrition has gotten better and i've removed some things that are not good for me so now i feel great and i'm crushing all the time but i still i think again the always the constant battle that i've been talking about for over two years here is getting sleep i gotta get give me some of that sleep but man there is just time and life is going by so quick that i'm like there's so much to get done i feel like that uh crazy like little rabbit on like alice in wonderland just like running around like just i don't know trying to find its time it's crazy it's so interesting some of the movies that us like 90s kids and 80s kids grew up on as far as like the cartoons and the messaging <clears throat> the stuff i watch now and my daughter's cartoons is so different it's interesting it's cool though she likes everything she likes the old stuff the new stuff which i think is cool as hell a lot of the new stuff is so much better in so many aspects though as far as like how the graphics are and the storyline and how definitely just better put together 
but sometimes that simplicity in some of those older like movies and stuff like was like nice like you didn't have to like look for the the idea or the or the lesson you know it was just like here it is don't do this you guys remember those gi joe like <clears throat> clips around e-bombs world back in the day we're fucking i can't even talk i'm stuttering so hard right now this is bad um I don't know if anyone knows what E-Bombs World is, but it was a website. And there was, like, G.I. Joe, like, clips on there, but people, like, edited them. Like, they did voiceovers with G.I. Joe clips, and they were so funny. God, I wish I had more context for you, because I'm pretty much just, like, saying something that no one probably knows about. But it was really funny. G.I. Joe cartoons, doing voiceovers. Man, I'm too stoned. It happened. The five mil. I should have saved this one for the end, because something happens with these two that it's, like... You don't realize like how direct it is, and it's just it's just getting you. I mean, it's maybe I should take a dab on another piece to like counteract that dab. Do you guys think that'd work? I don't know, but that's why I do a lot of this research. I try things out, and it's Wednesday, so we're having a good time. I'm gonna take a dab of this uh, candy cake from Green Dot. It's the Z cake times the jungle cake, and the terpene is sugary vanilla gas, which is really on point. This, like, a lot of the rosins I've been getting from Green Dot in the past, like, six months um, have been super accurate on the terpene profile. Like, a lot of people will say, like, something's going to taste like this or that, like, and maybe it's just because, like, I, like, I've always loved Green Dot, but, man, like, the rosins have been awesome. Like, they've been really killing it. Like, they've always been killing it, but, man, the rosins, like, the accuracy of the terpene profile and how clean and... The genetics. I'm like, I feel like I can, can taste the fucking superior genetics in Green Dot. It's fucking awesome. So if you're ever visiting Colorado or you're a matter rec patient here, you guys should really and make sure you buy like the Green Dot, like the like black label or their like blue label rosins. Like buy the stuff that's from Green Dot's garden. They do a great job running other people's stuff. But if you want to experience what I'm talking about, you have to smoke the stuff that Green Dot is growing and extracting. Their whole full like single source in-house stuff. That's what you gotta try. It's the best. Um, <clears throat> been loving it lately. Yeah, I had to like renew my med card, and it was like I was like all stressed out about it because like I got all this stuff in the mail about like new regulation with it or how they're changing how it is to get your med card, and and then I went to renew it, and it was like even easier than last time. And they're like, oh yeah, all those new regulations are for like new patients, like people who are like first time registering to become a medical marijuana patient. They're like anyone that has is grandfathered in, and we just do a checkup. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. There's a little, oh, there's a little spider running around the table. What's up, bro? Can I take a sip of my coffee? Sick. He's just running, hiding behind it. I got weirder as I've gotten older with killing bugs, dude. I don't even like kill bugs anymore, man. Unless they're fucking wasps. Because those fuckers will just attack your children. They don't give a fuck, dude. Bees, honeybees, most bumblebees, even carpenter. Big, fat, chunky carpenter bees sweethearts they're chilling but wasps bro wasps are probably and i don't know who's talking about it but maybe we should talk about this wasps are fucking aliens have you ever looked at one up close a wasp that might be an alien have we put a wasp in space do we know what they do in space do we know if they mutate into some sort of fucking maybe we put it in space and it just like morphs into this fucking crazy like octopus lizard thing i don't know but either way wasps dude there's a problem with them and we're not talking about white Anglo-Saxon Protestants either. We're talking about the bugs. Okay? We're talking about the bugs. But yeah, wasps will attack you. My wife got stung. My mother got stung. My poor...
Poor little sweet Luna got stung. My ladies are getting attacked by wasps. I'm sick of it. I've sprayed many cans of wasp spray, but some of these wasps, unfortunately, are ground wasps. Waspuses. What are you with? What's up? Dude, they will fuck you up, dude. And I was convinced, like, when my wife got attacked by this specific ground wasp nest, I'm like, they're murder hornets. I'm like, because they're trying to murder my family. And I went at them, dude. Went in with the wasp spray. Didn't work. I killed some of them on the outside. Then I was like, okay. You know what we used to do in New York when we're trying to take out a wasp nest? You take gasoline, you pour it in the hole, and then you take a torch. You light that hole on fire, and it turns into a goddamn fucking underground volcano torch thing. It just burns the whole nest up. Easy, clean, all done. Well, this is inside my retaining wall, and Colorado is a very dry place. So I didn't think gasoline and fires was an intelligent decision, especially in the neighborhood. So I did not do that. But what I did do is I took my blazer torch, and I stuck that shit inside the hole and lit it up. And I definitely took out some more. But, man, they keep coming back. I think I've taken out maybe 80% of their forces. But, um, yeah, but my, the reason we got on this wasp assault rant it's because I don't like killing bugs, man. Now I'm weird as an adult. I'm like everything. I, I just don't even want to affect anything. Right. I want to almost be, I'm and the more I like listen to different like podcasts or talks the more I'm realizing like, Oh, like I feel like there's a lot of different people out there that will label themselves a certain spirituality because they like certain aspects of it. And like, I don't need to do that, but I definitely like, like how some of them are like, Oh, I'm not trying to even like break anything or like hurt anything. I'm just going to try and like do my best in like, stay like be in my lane like like i want to like <clears throat> i just I, I don't know i'm weird now like i don't even like killing fucking bugs unless unless it's wasps dude and there's another one and then i don't do this but my wife tells me i have to but when we have large black widows because you know you get a black widow biting your little chunky baby legs you could have problems so there's certain spiders i mean here's where it's at venomous stuff that can hurt the babies we can't have that we can't have none of that if it's a little jumper spider, little little daddy long leg, you know, little millipede, you know, little ladybug, we're chilling, dude. Most spiders, we're chilling because you're beautiful and you're probably just trying to eat some bugs and chill yourself. But if they're trying to bite the babies or, you know, sting the babies, we got to take them out. If you guys are interested in stuff like that, that's what we talk about in this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Dude, I've never talked about anything like that, I don't think. But, hey, now we have. Because that's what's been going on in my life. It's been emotional. We've been getting attacked by bugs from above and below because they're ground wasps. Um, and above because they fly. So, it's really, it's an assault from all angles. It's I feel um, at a disadvantage besides my size. Uh, but I'm not faster. They are faster than me. But I believe I'm smarter than the wasp. We'll see. Well, I'll report back next week where we're at with that. It's important stuff. But yeah, next uh, Sunday, so I'm going to have honey jar recyclers for the first time in a long time. I'll have the 5 mil. I'm going to have the 10 mil minis, which are going to be the ones I'm going to do the most of. Because I think that's what people are going to really, really uh, be drawn to because of the size of them and the price point on them. Because the 14 mils are pretty damn big. And um, they're a bit more expensive because of their size and, and how long they take to build. 10 mils should be definitely more affordable and also a lot smaller. So, you know, at the end of the day, like not everyone wants a big piece. I like having the variety, like I said, but I'm lucky enough to be able to smoke most days of the week and frequent enough that I get to enjoy variety. 
Some people only get to smoke once on a Friday night, so they don't need all this variety. They just need like a simple piece. They'll spend money on just a gram of hash. They don't care. It's not like that. But if you have, yeah, that's the thing, man. If you have like the, like the luxury of being able to smoke frequently throughout the week, then having a variety of pieces is actually something you can enjoy and appreciate. You know, we're all in different spots though. Not everyone can like be smoking weed every day, dude. We all got responsibilities and shit and everyone handles shit differently. So I'm lucky enough to be fucking able to handle my weeds, bro. Heavy, heavy amounts of weeds. But with the fucking amount of work I'm doing, it's really, really pleasant way to uh, make that back pain go away and um, really enjoy a podcast and just focus on your work because weed and coffee are definitely a magical mix that, I mean, I swear, they make me like just focus and like get right into that flow state. I guess that's the best way to put it where I'm like, I'm not wasting time trying to find inspiration. Like a fresh latte and a dab i'm like oh there's the inspiration right there i feel great let's get it and then i'm just like stoked and i'm crushing it's cool how humans like we don't need we don't need things we can do everything with like willpower and hard work but it's really cool how there's like things that some of us can find that can really make our life experience a little bit less of a challenge and a little bit more enjoyable and it doesn't hurt anybody you know that's a nice thing Hash is pretty cool, man. All right. I'm going to take one more dab here. And then fucking probably going to be it, guys. Holy shit. I want to get my dad on next week before he goes out of town. That'd be pretty cool. Talk about some terps. We've been talking about all sorts of crazy shit, though. That I don't know if it's appropriate for a podcast, so... I'm like, we got, I'm like, I'm going to start talking about about some shit. If we're going to do an episode, almost like might need to put a post up on Instagram, like get, like give us some, like what you guys would like to hear us talk more about anyone that's listened to the older episodes. Um, so we can go more in depth on some things cause we're all over the place usually. And he'd much prefer to have a subject to focus on for an hour than just be jumping all over the place because he's, he was, he was even told me, he's like, unless you're like on the same, like like conversations with us all the time people don't even know what we're talking about we're all over the place i'm like yeah i know i'm like it's fun for me i was like this isn't for this is for me and you i was like i want these conversations so when i'm older and you're not here i can go watch these and remember all the crazy you know rabbit holes we used to jump down and ideas and history and philosophy and whatever you know i want to have all that shit i'm like it's a selfish thing and then i'll put it out on the internet for anyone that wants to check it out you know, this is, this is something I want though. So, cause life is, life is short, man. So, you know, how many people could say that, Hey, I have like, right now I have like four, like three or four hours of like just conversations with my dad on camera of taking dabs together, smoking joints and just talking about all sorts of shit. So it's pretty cool. Um, and I feel lucky to have that. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't fucking do all this glass blowing thing and like smoke weed, like who knows if I would have ever gotten like that type of connection with my dad because my dad's always been a big time like smoker and pothead so you know i don't know it's pretty cool man weed's pretty cool not for everybody though i've seen some people smoke weed that i'm like yeah man it ain't for you dude some people if you're like really stressed and high anxiety and weed can heighten that shit man 
if people are like, dude, I freaked out. I'm like, yeah, you're probably having a, a tough time. Even if they're like, I was having a great day. I was in a great mood. I was like, yeah, but did you do something bad like a month ago or a year ago? It's never resolved. Or did you, did you make the wrong decision that one time? You never really thought about it until you got high. And then, yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be anything recent. Like humans are funny. Like if we don't have, if we have unresolved things, we have great, we have great coping mechanisms to protect ourselves, to forget about it. But those psychedelic plants, boy, oh boy, will they just pull some shit out of you that you're like, damn it, I worked so hard to get rid of that. What the fuck? But, you know, sometimes that's for the best. Other times, I've seen people where it wasn't for the best. I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't smoke weed, man. You probably shouldn't go back to wherever you just went. <laughs> you probably stay in the present or go to the future. And the psychedelic plants and stuff, they're definitely like, I feel like they're almost like, Things that like they're like time machines into the past. Sometimes like they're definitely not like into the future. What I mean is, it's just like I'm not seeing like future events when I smoke weed. I'm like remembering like events and things that happened to me. At least my interpretation of them in the past. Because who knows what really happened in the past, right? All memories are just like what like little parts we remember. It isn't the whole story. It never is. <coughs> And when if you think like that, it makes it really hard for you to be confident enough to argue to the death with someone on anything, because you question your own like your own memory or your own self. Like, like even if I believe I'm right, am I right? Like, did I see the whole picture? Like, you think like that, damn, it makes it hard to win anything because you're just like, man, this guy's being really rude to me. He may have a perspective that I'm not seeing. And like th that doesn't help you survive though. That's why I don't know if that trait is for humans. I might that might be a mutation that you know, is fucking up people. Maybe people are just supposed to be shitty and take advantage of each other, and that's how they survive. I don't know. I prefer not that kind of stuff, but whatever. I swear I've been running into so many goofy people lately that are just trying to take advantage of people. And it's not, like, anyone I know personally. It's just, like, people in power, like, local places and stuff. You know, dealing with permits and shit, dude. You start seeing local politics, and you're like, how do I get you out of here? You're a problem. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to make me get into politics. And then they're going to pull up all these old episodes of the podcast. They're going to be like, do you want this guy running for stuff here in Colorado Springs? Look at all the drugs he does on camera. And I'm like, yep, whatever. Like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like, it might have to happen because things are a fucking mess. Oh, and I'm chatty enough to filibuster. I'll just sit there and talk about tiny tornadoes for two hours. People just walk out. They'll just quit. I got to get successful enough, have the business built up enough where I can take time off to fix those kind of things in my own local place. Because, man, there is, it's crazy. I'm not going to do it here, though. It wouldn't be Colorado Springs. This is a hardcore conservative military town. I'd probably have some sort of fucking military assassin take me out before I got anywhere here. This is, this is not the place you'd want to step up and try to control anything. My God. I mean, fucking space. Well, space Force is technically moving out of here. They're going somewhere else. I think they're going to Wright-Patterson or something. I think they might be leaving because they left the mountain. Someone else has got the mountain now. Yeah, Space Force took Cheyenne from NORAD. And now I've been talking to Space Force people because you know me. Um, <laughs> and uh, supposedly they've pulled out of the mountain too. And a bunch of their people, like we know people because uh, my daughter goes to school with a lot of military families and a lot of people that were in the air force took space force jobs because it was a there was either better pay or they could stay in Colorado springs or somewhere they liked better it's usually not a means of like them because they want to do anything with space it's like just a matter of like we get to stay here longer we 
you know, we, we love it here or whatever. You know what I mean? Like most of these things that are people that work for government agencies are so much simpler than you would know. Most of these people have to bend over backwards for the government. It's very difficult and it doesn't pay well. And you have to choose where you live based on where you'll take a position just to live in a place that's a little more comfortable for your children. So, and so we, I know a lot of different people, um, or not, not no, like no, no, but I have interact, you know, with a lot of different people in government jobs just because like private contractors for space force and stuff in the air force and have really interesting conversations with them, which they have no idea what I do at all. I tell them I'm a glass manufacturer. That's it. And if they ask more questions, I'm like mostly consulting. And when you say that, no one cares. I'm just kidding. No, I just say I'm a glass manufacturer. We make small, like, scientific stuff. I was like, we don't do that, like, blown away art stuff. We're just a small glass manufacturer. We make components, lots of components. Um, that's all I say. And when I start saying components and stuff, they're like, oh, cool, interesting. And then they, they don't care anymore. Like, because as soon as I tell them, no, not an artist. Like, I don't claim an artist. I, I make art and stuff, but I'm not going to with those people. I'm not, I don't want them to ask questions. I don't, because if they want to know about me, they can figure it out real easy. Not hard at all. But I don't need to, you know, who is this? Who is this? Sorry. Okay. It was just, it's just the, the, the boys rolling up cause we were a little bit behind cause I was late getting here and you know, I took my kid to a water park yesterday. Did some big slides. No big deal. Went wicked fast. Tried to explain to my wife this one slide, the floor drops out. I'm like, listen, I'm like, oh, someone, is that band? Okay. I'm like, listen, I told him, I was like, honey, you've never been this fast. I was like, I don't care what you've done in your life. You've never been this fast. I was like, you need to try this slide. Cause you get in this thing. It looks like the Futurama fucking cryopod, the red one he, he gets in and you get in there like fry. And then they're like, all right, cross your ankles. So you cross your ankles and then you cross like this and you have to plug your nose. And you're in a position where like, if you were to fall, you would break all the bones in your body. Like your pelvis and ankles and legs would explode because your legs are crossed. It's a very unnatural position to be in if you're falling. Then the floor drops out, and I'm starting to get a little anxiety right now. My, my heart rate's going up. I feel it. Um, the floor drops out, and you drop probably 15, 20 feet easy, and then you just like just start going real fast. And I was the fastest I've ever been. Like I like told my wife, like my nipples, like almost hit my fucking face. Like I was like the speeds I was going at. And I explained to her, I was like, listen, cause she doesn't, she's very claustrophobic. She wouldn't get in. She wouldn't do it. So we did a tube ride together instead. It's whatever. But she was like shocked. I even did it. I went up there by myself too. So we got to the fucking real quick for this ends. We got a couple seconds real quick. Uh, we got to the water park and everyone's like dressed or whatever. And you know me, if you saw my trampoline park posts, like, if I'm at a park, I'm, I'm there, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to use the stuff there. So I saw this water slide that went through the roof of the building. And this is a giant indoor water park. And I'm like, where does that green tube go? It looked like Mario. So I climbed these stairs. And my wife and I was like, I'll be right back. And they thought maybe I was just going to the bathroom or something or whatever. I was like, I'll be right back. And they're like, okay, we'll be, we're setting up over here. We're going to put our, you know, stuff over here on this table. I was gone. I started climbing these stairs. I went very high up. Um, I was very excited, got to the top and I saw a woman having a panic attack inside a cryopod and she just kept breathing. And the guy's like, take a deep breath. He's like, do you want me to open the pod? And she was like, oh, I could do this. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? I didn't know what I was looking at. And then all of a sudden he hit a button and she just dropped through the floor and like the whole platform shook. And I was like, what is happening? This is crazy. And then he looked at me, he's like, you want to do this? And I was like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> he fucking opened up the little pod and I climbed in. I'm like, why am I in here? I thought about everything that go wrong. If I hurt any part of my body, this order ain't going out. And then that's going to be a problem because we got people that are ready to get paid because they're working on our new studio. But either way, I was in the pod and I was ready to do it. I was putting everything on the line. You know, it's the craziest thing I've ever done recently. And he hit that button dude it's the fastest i've ever been recently because maybe i've been faster before i just don't remember this is the fastest ever ever been in this weight class um and that you know i weigh like i've actually lost weight recently but i weigh about like 215 on average and uh you know somewhere in there a little lower usually but i was i, I put an extra couple pounds in there in case i want to have a pizza one week um but yeah dude i was going so fast dude it was so fun and i got out of the side of the bottom i didn't have a wedgie or nothing i just like felt powerful and, you know, there was, like, a lot of little kids, like, coming out of it after me. So I was like, I don't care, man. Like, I did it, too, dude. I'm fucking cool as hell, man. Like, this is awesome. So this is the What's Everybody podcast, episode 106. Check out our website, bmsglass.com. Sign up for that newsletter if you want to be part of the next Sunday sale. And check out our Patreon if you want to be part of the extra stuff we do as far as drops, giveaways, and live hangouts. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a great day.